This is the MS Show, the podcast for people with multiple sclerosis and their families who want information and inspiration. I'm Bron Webster. I've been living with MS for over 20 years. I'll be sharing with you tips, stories and ways to keep going with MS. In the last episode, we were talking with Rachel Tomlinson, who'd just received a diagnosis of primary progressive multiple sclerosis. Let's talk to Rachel again and find out how's that affected her. So there's no treatment available to you. Is that right? Um, Ocrevus. Yeah. Ironically, just on my last MS nurse appointment, she had put me forward for it because I had a bit of, I can't call it a relapse if it's primary progressive, can they? They mm. can just, exacerbation, I think she called it. Yeah, um, exacerbation, I I think, yeah. That's the word, exacerbation. So how is life with primary progressive MS? Um, well, I no longer work because I had to give up work because it, I just, well, I just couldn't function at work and that was it. Mm. Um, I certainly couldn't carry on doing the job that I was doing. Mm. Um, I also had to move because I lived in a terraced house that had stairs um, with no wheelchair access. Um, so you're a wheelchair user now, are you? I'm an ambulatory wheelchair user. I use it when I'm outside of the house yeah. to get about and yeah. to preserve. I like to say that it preserves my energy because mm-hmm. if I was to try and walk very far, then it'd just wear me out, basically, and my legs would go to jelly and I'd fall over. Yeah, so it's something that just helps you to be able to do what you need to do. Yeah, definitely. It's for my, you know, it it lets me do things that I wouldn't be able to do. One of the things that really still makes me take a, like a sharp intake of breath is the fact that I can't go swimming anymore. And I, and I can just, it really does sort of like I've swam since I was a kid. I used to swim Mm. for school and, and then later on one of the local swimming clubs. Now it's just like, I really does sort of like, feel like it's a kick when yeah. I think about that that's a big one. I can't it? do it because I've tried it and I, I can't cope with the even if I go in the swimming costume it's the getting in it's the getting into the changing rooms getting into the pool getting out of the pool getting dressed getting showered getting dressed again it just I'd just be on my knees halfway through it even though yeah. I absolutely love to be able to do I'm sure I probably would be able to do like something like aqua aerobics. I mean, I won't be able to do an hour's session or anything like that, but I'm sure I'll be able to do something like that. But then it's the, it's the getting there and the getting yeah. in and getting back out again. So Yeah, totally get that. And you almost want to be like, is it Wonder Woman who used to spin around and she'd go into a absolutely. Wonder Woman costume? We want mm. to do that, don't we? We need yeah. to... We need to find a way to just being able to spin around and we can just get changed. And it is, it's everything in life that even though you find it difficult to do the actual thing, it's not just that that's difficult. It's the build up to it. It's the after it. 
Same applies if you're working or whatever you're doing. It all takes energy, doesn't it? Yeah. But that's a massive thing. It's a massive change that's happened to you in a very short space of time. Yeah. When you look back. I try not to think of it because I I was very active. I had a job that I was running around at 100 mile an hour. I used to go swimming three twice a week. I used to go aquafit three times a week. I followed rugby all over the world. And And all that stopped. Do you think it stopped forever? Or do you think that some of it you'll be able to do in a different way? As, as you sort of get used to the new, the new way of things being? The interesting part of all this that's happening at the moment and the fact that people are working from home um, and successfully working from home, uh, I wouldn't have been able to do the carrying doing the job that I was doing from home because it meant you had to be on site doing carrying out inspections and things and you can't carry out inspections from a Zoom meeting with all the will in the world. No, um, that's right. But it's, I think it's, I, I think something, I'm hoping something will come out of this because I want to start doing things again, particularly going to rugby. That's how the blog, the, the main blog was developed because I, I started it as a explaining how hard it was to get information out of people even when you get information out of people, they don't tell you the truth. They tell you what you think you want to hear. You turn up at the ground and then you're there and you can't do anything else about it. You've just got to make do with what's there. And yeah, and that's kind of how it all kicked off, really. So is this something that you are really passionate about? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what, mean, have you, uh, what sort of things are you doing to get the campaign up and running because I think obviously you're that's why I came across you because you are gaining real momentum behind you on social media what sort of things are you wanting to achieve with that I've sort of got a bit of a double I suppose it's a double edged sword. I want MS awareness definitely mm. um but the, the sort of the, the blog really started kicked off because it's about accessibility and about accessibility at rugby league and I'd finally got in with the rugby league and was going to be working with them this season on improving accessibility at rugby league grounds. <laughs> which is obviously which is obviously not, not happening. happening. <laughs> but it will still but, happen at some point. Oh uh, well yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah I hope so. Yeah, because yeah. it's still something that needs addressing. It's not something that we can sweep under the carpet. No, absolutely. I can tell you that it's something that you're really passionate about as well. And I think that is taking something and just making making what for you has been quite a negative situation and being able to turn it round into real positive. Um, happily, I'll quite happily go to an away ground and go and sit in the wheelchair bay in my wheelchair but I have sat at our home ground I have sat at the top of the stand on the back row with 20 or 30 other people for as long as I can remember and even even if it takes three of them to get me up and down there I will continue going up and down there for as long as I can yeah and I don't blame you 
it's an important part of your life isn't it it's a massive part of my life it's also a massive part of my friendship circle because I've been yeah. following rugby for over 30 years so yeah yeah no you'll carry on doing it and sitting where you want to sit mm. <laughs> like they can't make it accessible for you to get up there then yeah they're gonna have to carry you friends I've got amazing friends yeah right I'm gonna love you and leave you it's been really really fantastic to chat to you and get to know you and so, you <laughs> thanks ever and so I much shall and speak I speak to you again you will all right that's darling. a threat and a promise <laughs> bye-bye it's been great bye-bye thank you take care and you thank you bye-bye thanks so much for listening to today's ms show please subscribe rate and review this podcast and if you'd like to get more involved with the ms show why not join our facebook community just search facebook for the ms show come back soon for another dose of ms information and inspiration You've been listening to the MS Show podcast.